For all of Gabriel's show dates and ticket links go to gabrielrutledge.com. Or don't. If you would like to support this podcast by subscribing for $5 a month, click the Substack link in the episode notes. You won't get any extra episodes, but Gabriel will think warm thoughts about you. And now it's time for the drive home with Gabriel Rutledge. Play the royalty-free hip-hop music. Now here's your host, Gabriel. It's a metaphorical drive home today. Uh, I am not driving. I am uh, in my kitchen. You might hear the sounds of tree trimming in my backyard because there's... uh, my lawn guys are cutting down the well they're not my lawn guys that's they own a landscaping business and they're cutting down this giant bush i don't know what kind of bush it is uh but if my backyard bush did porn it would be 70s porn you know what i'm saying uh we started stupid uh it's a giant bush i don't know it's like seriously like 30 feet tall and I don't know how tall it's supposed to be, but it's getting out of control. And so um, uh, I'm having these fellas uh, do it. Is there anything <laughs> more emasculating than recording a podcast while real men do work on my house? <laughs> hey, hey, fellas, keep it down. I'm trying to record my thoughts in here. Who am I kidding? They probably have a podcast too. It's called Lawn Boys with a Z. Go to lawnmowers.com and enter the, enter the promo code Lawn Boys for a 15% off a hedge trimmer. We used to have a different lawn guy. And I didn't even know this could happen. His name was uh, Francisco. Francisco! That's a fun name to say. Anyone else watch Elf 48 times every December because your kids love it? Uh, Francisco fired us. He, one year we're like, Hey, uh, you know, spring's here. Let's mow the lawn again. And he was like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm too busy, but I got you someone else. So now we got, uh, we got a new guy until he fires us. Maybe that just keeps going until finally one day uh, someone just shows up with a lawnmower and says, do it yourself, you piece of shit. That's the problem. I'm making a couple more bucks than I used to. Uh, you know, I got a couple nickels to scratch together, except I don't. Because no matter how much money you have, you just spend it. Hey, let's get that bush trimmed. Let's buy a new car. Let's go on vacation. In the same way when you're poor, for the most part, you go like, I don't know how I'm going to survive this. But you just do. You just get through it. You know, the universe provides. Obviously, there's people living in tents right now who are like, I disagree. The universe didn't provide. But my point is, for the most part, you survive. You get through. And in that same way, when you have a little extra money, the universe provides you a place to spend it. What's my budget? I spend all the money I have. Actually, a couple of years ago, I was like uh, making a little less money, 
and uh, like I probably will be a couple of years from now. But I was like, I'm going to, all right, I think we get a pretty good deal on the lawn, but still, I'm going to do it myself. We don't have pay for lawn service money. And so uh, I got the lawnmower out. We have a lawnmower. I got it out of the shed. Um, and uh, tried to start it for a couple hours, and it didn't. And I'm like, you know what? Let's call up Francisco. I had some shows I could have recorded uh, on the way home from. Uh, I could have had an actual drive home. I had, uh, I just didn't. I did my own podcast with thoughts in my head that broadcast to no one. That was equally unlistenable. Uh, I had a show at McCormick Woods Golf Course in uh, Port Orchard, Washington. It was just me and like 22 mostly senior citizens. Not a bad night, though. Uh, this feels like a neighborhood association meeting. I don't know what's happening here right now. But we're all here to talk about how the lawn gnomes have gotten out of control. I say a maximum of two. All in favor say aye. No motion has passed. I had a show at uh, Long Cellars Winery. In Woodenville, Washington, even though I'd been there like four months ago, I was back by popular demand. That was a pretty fun show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, I, you know, I'm. Uh, if you think this is the first industrial park winery I've done, you're fucking wrong. I've been around. I, I'm a professional, okay? It's not my first time on the barrel circuit. You know the place is cool when you have to circle the parking lot five times. And you're like, is this place illegal? And uh, just a couple days ago, I did a show in Elma at the Grays Harbor Fairgrounds. Uh, it's this fundraiser I've been doing for like, I don't know, I think I did four of them. For the uh, Safe and Sober Class of 2022 graduation party i did like four of those and then i thought okay 2022 happened we're done and then uh the fun the organizer lady was like hey i got a new kid who started high school let's do 2025 safe and sober so i'm back in action i've been going to the elma fairgrounds for uh five years now well we took a year off for covid although i don't think elma did but uh, last time, in fact, I think I recorded an episode with uh, Casey McLean in the car with me right when I started this podcast, uh, driving home from that. And last time we did the show on a – it was like a hay trailer with a terrible sound system. Uh, this year, sound system was a little better, still terrible. Giant – you know, because it's in this big fairgrounds building. We're in a room with like, you know – Ceilings higher than my backyard bush. That sounds weird. Uh, just this big, boomy room. There's like a horse event going on next door. You know, barrel racing, all kinds of shit. Uh, it's not, but this year the stage was, I don't know what it was. It looked like it was tiered though, like three different steps. Like first place, second place, third place. 
I felt like if I did a good joke, I could stand on the gold medal one. But if it didn't hit, I should move down to the bronze. But better than last year, but still tough. Still a tough sound system. Well, uh, I sell horse yet. Must be time for a fundraiser. <laughs> by, by the way, I, did, I think I did like four fundraisers for class of 2022. I hope they went to space with the amount of money we raised in four years. Oh my gosh. That's, that's great. And I hope they were safe and sober, unlike their parents here getting hammered tonight. Let's get 48 cores lights so Junior can be safe. It's the right thing to do. Honey, where's my camo vest? We're going out. I see you. I see, well, I see, I see part of you. I see a face and arms. I don't see a torso. Is that the idea in a duck blind, by the way? The duck's like, nothing to worry about. I only see arms and a gun. We'll be, we'll be fine. And then because I've been going there, this is like my fifth show there. Everyone's like, are you going to make fun of Big A? And I was like, who's Big A? And they're like, you make fun of him every year. He wears camouflage. And I go, oh, 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 yeah, I remember that. So sure enough, I made fun of Big A and his camouflage vest again to the great delight of Alma Washington. Uh, at one point, uh, Big A's friend got up to go to the bathroom and uh, <laughs> Big A said his friend looked like a terrorist. And I made a joke to Big A that like, he looked like a terrorist. I was like, where were you on January 6th? And it got a little dicey. It felt a little tension in the room. My wife was there. Uh, and she said it wasn't so much tension, but she thinks they didn't get it. Because I was referring to storming the Capitol. Uh, she thinks they just didn't quite get the reference. But, I, you know, I don't get political in my act or in my life that much. But, you know, uh, rural Washington City, sure, fairly Trumpy. I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, that was a kind of a fun moment for me where I just feel the crowd tension a little bit. Where are you going? Yeah, where are you going? <laughs> you going to the bathroom? I'll wait. He's a terrorist. He's, he's a terrorist. <laughs> Look at him. I'm just Good, sir, where were you on January 6th? <laughs> I saw a lot of your twins there. Also, someone uh, said Big A uh, was engaged. But I think, I think they made it up because it got weird. Because I was like, congratulations. And then some people at a different table stood up and I realized it was the girl's parents who were like, wait, our daughter's engaged? <laughs> This drunk, sleeveless moron. No, that's not what they thought. I don't know what they thought, but they looked like shocked. Like, wait, is she really engaged? And then I'm like, I don't. I had to backtrack. I'm like, I don't. I'm just talking. People made it up. I don't know. You didn't hear it from me. We know alcohol can be a problem, <laughs> Elma. <laughs> we know alcohol can be a problem. <laughs> 
who can't even afford sleeves because he can afford his life. Alcohol is an issue. Can we, can we stop fundraising for a safe and sober party and get him the full camo? Can we please? This man needs help. There's a tribe in Africa doing a fundraiser for your sleeves right now. He just got engaged. Well, she said no, so apparently that's off. Uh, that's a problem. That's a that's that's problem? Is he wearing camo to the wedding? Don't let him wear camo to the wedding. I feel like weddings also happen in this building. Is that... <laughs> you like fundraisers, <laughs> barrel racing, weddings, funerals. Car racing, community service. All right here. This is my point. Also, congratulations uh, on uh, your engagement. It's not true. Oh. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Oh, oh, let me walk this back. Um. I don't. You're not engaged. What? Let's not do it now. There's a lot going on. I don't know what's happening at that table, but sit down. I got this. Are you with her? Are you like, oh, I got you. <laughs> look, I know this wasn't the dream, but look where you live. I talk to you every year. What's your name? I forget your name. What's your name? Big A. Big A. That makes sense. Do you, Big A, take this woman? <laughs> Some say love is camouflage. Good for you, Big A. When I first started coming here, you were just as drunk. Now you got a lady. Who says prayer doesn't work? Not me. Anyway, we all know alcohol can be a problem. <laughs> For example, you could get surprised and engaged in front of the town. That's a thing alcohol could kill. And then, of course, at the end of the night, uh, towards the end, I actually put on Big A's vest for longer than I should have. Uh, and I had a little fun with that. Kind of wish I had it on video, but it would have been terrible. I mean, the, the sound is bad. The video would have been bad as well. Uh, but anyway, it was a fun time. Let me try yours on real quick. Let's just see how it feels. Let me get, let me get Elmo with this shit. Let's try this out.
wrong outfit on. <laughs> I can see your whole body now. Do you feel naked? This is pretty good, man. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. <laughs> What's real estate like down here? Uh, we're all pointing at her. Is she in charge of real estate? It's fine. I don't know. I swear to you, the first thing that crossed my mind when I put this vest on was, get it done. That's all I could think. That's all I could think. <laughs> also, do you have a fever? This thing is burning, my friend. What stage of COVID are you in? He's like, COVID can't even fucking see me, bro. I really feel like an asshole. Uh, no, I actually like it. I've never, I've never just warmed my torso before, and I, I'm starting, I'm starting to get the appeal. I feel like I might wear just this vest with nothing underneath. I'm not gonna do that to your vest, but it'll fuck up your duck hunting. They'll sense it. You'll be like danger. Sexiness ahead. <laughs> I didn't know I could do a duck call. That wasn't bad. You know what? I probably could before I put this fucking thing on. <laughs> You're like, actually, duck calls two doors down. That's where that competition is. <laughs> I'm gonna wear this after the show, sir. I'm not taking it off. coming on. I don't even... <laughs> Y'all, I gotta wrap it up. Uh... Alright, a couple more jokes. I don't know how they're gonna go with a vest. I've never done that before. I thought glasses changed my vibe. This vest is really doing it. I look like I'm assistant manager at Bass Pro. What You know, it's one of those things where they're like, you don't think about these things when you start comedy or even when you're doing comedy, but you're like, yeah, I'll be a part of a community event in Elma, Washington for five years in a row. But here I am. I work Vegas and I work rural fundraisers. Weird little career, Rutledge. Weird little career. I got some. Uh, I got some new headshots, some new pictures of myself to be used professionally. Um, and I got. I just put them up on social media and stuff. I got one very weird comment. It's not that. It's not that weird, but I just didn't know. Uh, one of the comments was. Um, well, now I don't remember exactly. It was basically like, uh, you either said, what a spunk, or just spunk. I think the comment was spunk. Some woman wrote spunk underneath one of my photos. Look, I don't know if I'm dirtier than the average bird, but to me, spunk is ejaculate. Semen. 
crude term for the juice of life. <laughs> That's even grosser. <laughs> okay, juice of life is way more disgusting than smunk. I apologize to everyone. I apologize to uh, the guy working on my yard right now. Uh, <laughs> into a promo code, I'm sorry, to get 15% off of a weed whacker. But someone commented spunk. I thought she was saying like, I ejaculated looking at your photo or like a dude would, you know. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I know this lady. She sent me a message once. She's from Australia. And I Googled it. What does spunk mean in Australia? Wait, I'm at my laptop. I can just read it. Let's see. Spunk. This is going to mess up my search history. Australian spunk ain't what you think it is. Okay. Uh, spunk in Australia, a sexually attractive person. She's just saying, Jesus made me handsome. That's all. I mean, a little thirsty, but whatever. Spunk. Who knew? Right under spunk in the Australian slang dictionary I'm looking at. Stoush, which is a brawl or a fight. There was a stoush at the pub. Because some spunk (laughs) spunked on another spunk. Sheila, a girl or woman. I knew that one. A shower, you think you know what a shower is, but in Australia, it's also saying, like, I'm not stupid. If you say, I didn't come down in the last shower, like, don't put one over on me. I'm not fresh rain, I guess that means. I don't know. It's a beautiful prison colony. They talk weird down there. And I'll say this about Australians. They are everywhere you go in the world, especially vacation spots. I mean, I haven't really been to Europe, but Dubai, Canada, they're skiing all over Canada. And like, they don't seem to have any money, but they're still traveling the world. How do you do it, Australia? How? I mean, I didn't come down in the last shower, but I don't understand how you have all this travel money. Did you know in Australia they call a sandwich a sanger? No sanger for me, thank you. I'm watching Macarbs. Also, I feel like none of this shit might be true. Oh, here's a great one. I'm going to keep this one. A topic of great public interest, especially a political one, the term derives from the notion that a topic is so interesting that it could halt proceedings at a barbecue. The term? Barbecue stopper. You know what else is a barbecue stopper? Diarrhea. Okay, one last Australian knowledge. Australian slang for... Semen. If it's not spunk. Sprog. 
dog? That's disgusting. You can't have a man say I'm going to sprog. Or spoont? Australia, these are disgusting. Urban Dictionary for Australia. Spoont with the example, I spoont on her face. I shan't spoont on her face, for I am a gentleman. Spoont. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, Eric, you're in a good mood today. Well, I spoont last night on a Sheila. Feels good to sprog, doesn't it? Luckily, I'm a spunk, so the ladies love me. Also, I should say, I have a, a, as much as I complain about my comments, as much as many of them are what shitty version of Dave Grohl I look like, or that I'm a bad father, or a bad husband, or, and those are just the ones my wife leaves. Uh... As much as the internet is a negative, terrible place, I put up a clip recently. This is a little, uh, also a little inside uh, baseball about comedy. But one of the cool things about working the comedy cellar is like they will give you video of your set if you ask for it. And so that's, I mean, I want to put up video with the cool comedy cellar backdrop, you know. Unfortunately, two times I have asked for sets, three times I have asked for sets from my Las Vegas uh, comedy cellar experiences and every time there was a mistake and there was no sound on the clip just video so i did put something up but i just used my phone audio which is obviously not quite as good but i was literally like i didn't know what to put up because i uh any jokes i haven't put up yet i'm kind of saving those for the special so like on purpose when i was in vegas i was like i'm gonna do a really old joke that i only do really at uh, a show I have to be clean, like a private event or something. So I did that joke. Uh, actually, you know, I think right now it's like 110,000 views on TikTok, which is uh, the most I've had there in forever. I got married uh, when I was 23. That's young enough. All my friends were like, you know, if you do this, you only get to have sex with one woman for the rest of your life. And I was like, yeah. That's better than the nobody I was working with. <laughs> That's why I had to buy a now button. I panicked a little bit. I've been married long enough now, I can tell you, just because it's one person, that does not mean it's always the same. That's what I tell my single friends. What are you into in a woman? What are you attracted to? Short hair, long hair, blonde, brunette, young girls, skinny girls, college girls, pregnant girls, moms, chubby chicks. I've been married 25 years. My wife's been all of those. I'm not judging. I've been a couple of them, too. But man, I have to say the comment section are, it's like really, I haven't used this word a lot for the internet, but it's like sweet. People who have been married a long time or got married young are like 
telling me how much that joke means to them. They're like tagging their husband they married when they were 20 or uh it's I haven't I didn't I didn't look at every comment, but there's like not one negative comment in there. It's all like uh it's like this I don't know, it's a, like an adorable comment section, which I don't normally get on a stand-up comedy video. I mean, it's kind of funny in the same way that people go uh they assume they know me from a 60 second clip and say bad things about me when they say good things about me it's just as equally based on not real information you know like people there was one comment that was like protect this man at all costs and it had like a bunch of likes on it and i'm like you guys i mean i think i'm an overall decent person i suppose but like you don't know me you don't know if i'm a good person i like the assumption but it's still kind of funny. It's still kind of funny to be like, this guy is the best. And I'm like, well, I'm glad you enjoyed that 54-second clip. But keep watching. You'll find something. Anyway, I'm huge in Australia. Bit of a spunk down there. Okay, I got shit to do. We're going to call this a podcast. Uh Probably wasn't really a barbecue stopper, but, you know, it's free. Free content. Unless you pay me $5 a month. And I should say this more often. Thank you to people who give me $5 a month. I take that money and I use it to pay a man named Juan to trim my bush. You're the best.